smelling your sneaker? One thousand percent. That's awesome. Why? It's my kid. You see? I'm coming through. Hey, 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 hey. Put your sneakers all up on. I'm glad you have your socks off because I was literally yeah, that'd have been that'd have been super wicked. I would never do that. The only time I did that when I was like a belligerent drunk and god damn it. Maybe it was too much lime juice, but here you go. And it's not cold, really. I really have to shut that dog up. You can't. <laughs> it's Peter. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> Whoa! Archibald, shut up! <laughs> okay, that was it. Can I have a rope? Oh my god, y'all are very demanding here. I'm not. Us black people in ropes. Okay, racism, please. Yes. <laughs> I just want some candy. Are we recording? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have a sweet tooth. Only if it's like sprees, sweethearts. Um, are we ready? Shock tarts. Ready. Anything right. that like chocolate involved. Welcome back. Back to the NCAST podcast. It's your boy. Prince Ao, aka P Negma, and I brought some friends. Anthony jo- 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 Jordan. Hello. Right? And then we got <laughs> KJ. Kathy! Amanda's. It's actually Kathy's first time on my podcast. You've heard Ant before, or you've probably seen him before. My hair's a lot longer this time, guys. Yeah, look, look, he got the dread shaking. Still COVID, so I'm not going to touch his head. But yeah. Don't touch me. You know, How have y'all been? You know we're not six feet apart, right? Yeah, I know we're not six feet <laughs> apart, so like that, it is what it is. Anyways, answer my question. How have y'all been? Very um, good. I've spent this whole month drunk. First off, <laughs> have you belated? No. I spent this, I spent this whole month. <laughs> it's an old man now. He's an old man now. I've like, been old. 31. 31. This girl called me a silver fox when I was putting lotion on my, mm-hmm. I was putting lotion on my face. And the lotion got, you know, like I had gray hair and shit. She was like, oh, you're a, you're, you'd be a good-looking silver fox. What does that mean? Just an old nigga. But realistically, With gray I'm not. hair. Because I be getting ghosted. And this girl ghosted me. That's what it means when you're old and have gray hair. Silver. That's what it means. You got gray hair. Yeah, silver fox. You know, like a, a good-looking good look, good man that's older. Hey, Shawnee. With, with, like, gray hair. Right. Your, your, ego, your ego got in the way of something good. Always. You ghosted me. <laughs> Don't take offense to it. Treat, treat, treat like a business. Who are we talking business. to, Anthony? Yeah. Who are we talking she about? She knows who she is. She knows who she is. She All right, we'll move me. on forever. We'll it's crazy. Forever. Actually, I got ghosted twice. It happens to the best of us, honestly. I mean, it's clearly me. I just want to... Uh-uh. I'm twice? Swall- I'm swallowing my you, pride. You didn't even go for three strikes and you're out. You went that's, twice. And that's part of that's part of this right that. now. Pride, right? Right. That's what that, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's what this episode's actually about. It's called Ego and Pride. Yes. Swallowing well, it before all. Before we even tune into that... Pause. What do you mean pause? I said I'm swallow. I said swallowing it at all. I was like, yeah, pause. 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 Nobody even caught that. All right. You you repeated it and put yourself in the trap. <laughs> it's the camera. I mean, the mic would have heard me, and I was like, oh, this nigga is. <laughs> he just drew. All up on your blanket. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Edit that out. Oh my god. Edit point. So, KJ. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, <laughs> the candy's good. Who are you? Well, 
You know, we've known each other for a really long time. Yeah, decade You plus. and I especially. Yeah. Out of everyone, I think I've known you the longest out of all our group of friends. Back until, like, middle school. When was it? When did you come? Seventh grade. Yeah, I was there in sixth grade. So, yeah. Farquhar, Sherwood. Sherwood! Stay off the weed! <laughs> Yo, it kills me. And now we're, like, ten years out of Sherwood. So we've known each other for a really, really long time. Yes. How old were we in middle school? 10? 12? 12. 12? 12, yeah. And now we're 28. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll you're be, almost 28. I'll be Sorry. 28 in two <laughs> weeks. I am not looking forward to My back already hurts. I'm not even 30 yet. Almost 28. Yeah, so. So that's 16 years? Yeah. Holy shit. I didn't even know that. <laughs> 16 Crazy. years. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, long time. Long time I've known KJ. Very ooh, long time. Ooh, ooh. Very long time. But uh, I'm glad you introduced yourself. I'm glad you're on my podcast. One of my I'm glad little besties. Oh, you know. Um, but, yeah. Like I said, the episode is about ego and pride. And I wanted the premise of the episode to be about very shocking news about um, one of the notorious, famous, infamous podcast, Joe Budden, and his ordeal with his comrades or his business partners, or I would even call them his, their friends, right? Or were friends. No, they definitely were friends. They, they were, were definitely friends. friends. They had to be friends. They were definitely no, they were friends. Absolutely, they were absolutely friends before the pod occurred. Really? Right? Before the pod occurred? I was an avid listener of the Joe Budden podcast. They were definitely friends. So, so let, before we even get into Joe Budden, like, let's just tell people like what is it about, just for, in case nobody's not not even filled in. True. You know what I mean? Like, good idea. Um, so the Joe Budden podcast was about like culture, mainly like black culture or people of color culture. Um, they would talk about topics that were in like what you would say music, uh, athletes money they were talking about everything and they had what over a thousand episodes maybe like four four hundred four something four something okay that's still a lot of episodes like i'm on i'm sure it was four something one thousand percent i mean i used to be an app listener then shit hit the fan i was like yeah i can't support this where they're at right now but i mean it is what it is because i mean I, i just had a i had a connection to like you know parks rory mall right joe and right, then, it was all together. Yeah, so then everything kind of fell apart. I was like, yeah, I, you know, I'm not really here for this. There's nothing wrong with Ice or Ish, because they do their thing, you know what I mean? From what I understand, they do their thing. I'm, I was just invested in that whole group. Exactly, that tandem, you know what I mean? And I don't so think like, you were the only one, to be honest. Yeah, no, a lot, of, a lot of people, like, you know, on Reddit, you know, see a lot of people that, on the Joe Button Network, Reddit, or subreddit, you know, you see a lot of people that are siding with Maul and Rory, or... Ish and Ice, and if you, you could you could go on Patreon and get the private. Wait, who's Ish and Ice? So, so I mean, Ice and Ish, they're like guys are like kind of like Twitter famous or whatever. But I think they're also friends with Joe Budden, so you know they kind of came in, did their thing with Joe. I thought it was Savon. So um, Savon was kind of like in the background. He was working right. as an intern, and then Savon came in for one episode when um, Rory and Maul left, and then after that. From my understanding, Ish and Ice came in, but then like I stopped listening because it was like, 
I'm so used to Roy or Mall, you know what I mean? So it's like that's that's what my investment was. Because realistically, if you if you really go back and listen to some of the episodes, I mean, as much as Joe would might like Joe might be upset about it, but like Roy was carrying Roy was carrying a lot of episodes. Like yeah. Roy yeah. was doing his thing. That's true. Yeah. And even though Maul wasn't saying much, like Maul comes in, you know, he has his like one liners, he's providing content. And Joe, he's kind of Roy like a, has a distinctive voice too. That's yeah. another thing. Like Joe is just loud. Like if you, he's always been loud. <laughs> but like if you ever listen to the podcast, like he trumps everybody's voice in the podcast. Like he be like, "Yo, this is like this is like, yo, Joe, you're very loud, and people, are, you're in people's ears. Like you're very loud and very vocal." But I think he does that on purpose too. Yeah, he does just yeah. to like show that it is the Joe Button podcast. Sure. Like I, I don't even do that on my podcast. Like I like my guests to like be speaking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the thing with Joe is like you know what I'm saying for him. You know, we we understand that, you know, you've come from a certain place and, you know, you've reached a certain level of fame and that's fine. You know what I'm saying? It's not even just like fame. It's like you've you've come from, you know, this area in, in Jersey or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you've built this this base right. from just pump it up. You know what I'm saying? Like people could try to call you one head one. I mean, he well, has, Slaughterhouse he has, too. People yeah, listen to Slaughterhouse. I'm saying like, you know, he has pump it up, fire, clubbing with Marcus Houston. And he has slaughterhouse songs. He has the um, he has one song with like a uh, Lloyd Banks. I forgot what it was called, but it was Fire. like one of his last like recorded songs. I actually liked it, but up in the club. No, no, that's Marcus Houston. That's Marcus Houston. Yeah, but didn't you say it was Marcus Houston? No, I said I was set up in club. No, he has he has a joint. Uh, what is that shit? Ordinary love shit. Ordinary love shit. Part one, two, three, four. He has the joint with Fabulous. That shit is fire. Cause I love that. It's him. Fabulous and Tiana Taylor. Um, what is that song? I can't think of it, but it's off. Um, what, what are the Fabulous tapes? You're on, you're on your own here. No. What are the Fabulous tapes? <laughs> um, I good. love the song. No, it'll, right. co- it'll come back to you. All right. Well, while he's now. searching it, I guess let's just give a breakdown of what happened of the downfall of the Joe Budden podcast. Basically, want you back. Want you back. Okay. That shit is Fire! If you don't, if you guys have never heard "Want You Back" by Fabulous and Joe Budden, Joe Budden does eat that verse. I feel he like eats I can, it. I can think of it, but I he eats it. I, I mean, we can't play it right now because I know you have like certain it. parameters that you have to hit, so we're not gonna play it right now. But that shit, a "Want You Back," Fabulous, Joe Budden, Tiana and Taylor. plus it'd be taken off shit YouTube for it, copyright. I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> shit is fire. Check it out. But um, I feel like you're way more invested than KJ and I, so. What like what are like what's what's the tea like what, what, from your perspective? <laughs> what happened to the entire Joe Budden Network podcast? I I guess I'll just give like they went from being on Spotify, being like one of the hottest black industry people of color industry podcasts besides like you know Joe Rogan. He is literally like the number one podcast like in the world, or at least like number top one. But Joe Budden was definitely up there. Especially for like black entertainment and the podcast mm-hmm. industry, mm-hmm. Um, what, 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 what happened? What happened the past week or two? I mean, so if you're gonna talk about like podcasts, it's not just like people of color and like that. The Joe Budden podcast at one point was, you know, a top tier podcast across America and across the globe, honestly, because they were getting listeners in like Africa and stuff like that. Right, 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 right. I mean, at, at some point... Nigeria! Go ahead. <laughs> at some point, there was like there was just tension between 
Joe and Rory. You know, Jory, I mean, Rory went through a certain, he went through certain situations that I can't necessarily speak on because it's not my business, but he right. was going through a certain personal situation. And Joe would try to, like, pick fun at that. You know what I mean? And, like, I don't know these people personally, but it's like, you know, you can kind of see it. You can see the tension that was growing. You know what I mean? Like, Rory's like, you know, like, I'll fight you. Like, flat out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll fight you. So, like, any, like, if your co-host is threatening to, like, actually fight you, there's obviously some sort of issue that yeah. we're not addressing here. And Joe was trying to exploit Rory. And it got me in. Because if you listen to the podcast, like, everybody kind of, like, poked fun at Joe. Because Joe was the easy target. You know, Joe's the biggest figure out well, of them. And... Well, it was also humanizing him. Like, it's already... It's his name on the podcast. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's like, you're trying to humanize him be like, all right, if you want to feel a part of the group, we're going to have to make fun of you. You know what I'm saying? To, like, say you're a part of the group. Like, you already got the name on the podcast. It's like... You know but, what I mean? So the thing is with Joe is like, because Joe's already humanized himself. Because if you listen to his music, he definitely humanizes himself. He definitely talks about a lot of things he's gone through. He's very vulnerable with himself. So I can kind of see, in Joe's defense, I understand why he was being defensive when they would crack jokes on him. But at some point, you know, Rory's like, hey, like, this is very personal for me. And that's not what I'm here for. So if you're going to keep cracking, cracking jokes on me, like, I'm going to get a, you know, I, I don't like that. You know what I mean? And it, it makes Was sense. Was it like a relationship yeah. thing for Roy? Basically, yeah. Because, you know, Roy and his fiance were going through certain things. Okay. And, you know, he was just cracking jokes trying to get Roy to say certain things. Like, bro, like, cut it out. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, if we, it, like, for example, like, if, you know, you know the relationships I've been in. Right. You know, everybody's so like, you know what I'm saying? If we're here right now, we have, like, a weekly thing. And you're like, hey, like, da 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 you know. So... I heard you was doing this, that, and the third. I'm like, bro, like, cut it out. Like, you know what's actually going on behind the scenes. So it's like, if you're doing this for the public eye, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get upset. And I'm, gonna, I'm like, yo, nigga, like, see me. Right, yeah. right. And that's what was going on with Roy. You know, he was like, is that what like started it all before? I mean, like, they I mean, I'm not gonna were, say, like, I'm not gonna say that's what started it off, but like, that's like, you get like fans and listeners and watchers kind of tell like the tension was there. It's like. I'm saying like see me nigga like that's what Roy was basically saying I mean Roy's like a call my nigga right right, he's like you know he's like see me like what's up you know what I mean and Joe was kind of like nah you know what I mean so I'm 40 I'm not gonna fight you right (laughs) to the listener you can like pick up on it it's like okay there's obviously tension going on and then from my understanding there was money being misplaced Joe Button you know he turned down the Spotify deal which is like what four hundred k for? I don't know, I don't necessarily know the figures, but he turned it <laughs> down. You know they got the Patreon deal, which is fine. But in retrospect, you know, them boys could have got paid. And then, from my understanding now, it's like there was a whole situation with accounting. Cause like I haven't been necessarily keeping up fully, just because you know Rory and Maul aren't on there, and you know I fuck with them. So, you know these guys, you know they're like yo, like what's up, man? Where where's the money at? And Joe's. Because the fucked up thing is, and this is the hypocrisy with it, because Joe's been in deals where he's been screwed over. Right. So it's like, if you've been in deals where you're screwed over and you're talking about the creator. Why you screw your own people? Exactly. The creator needs control. The creator needs this, that, and a third in their hands. Why would you do that to your own people? And it's, you know, I I don't personally understand because I'm on the outside. So, you know. So basically, basically, Maul Maul and Rory were asking, can we see the books? Can we see, like, the numbers? From, from right? what it sounds like. From what it sounds like. Yeah. Right? Because they, from, like, I guess Rory's been in the podcast since, like, episode 20. And then Maul's been on the podcast since, like, the 70th 
something episode, like 77th episode. Okay. And they would do live podcasts. And they realized they went from doing live podcasts with only like people, like 50 people there, like watching a live podcast to mm-hmm. like thousands of people coming to their live podcast. Right. After the, after a couple of a, years, there was a Drake, there was a Drake rant by Joe Budden. Right. And then that's when they like really blew up. Okay. I think it was over Views, if I'm not mistaken. It was a Views, it was over the Views album. And okay. this shit just like, yeah, I mean, that's your guy. That's your guy, young Drizzy. You know. Yeah, we was. <laughs> Champagne Poppy! Straight from Baltimore. We was in a straight Drake, you know? Oh, man. I, I was going through all of it. Yeah. All of it. So we're, we're driving home. Entire discography. So Yesterday. We, we went to the Orioles game last night. Mm-hmm. Orioles blew it. John Hands, I love you, but your relievers fucked the money up. Sorry. So we're driving home. She's playing straight Drake. I'm not going to lie. At some point, I got a little frustrated because I wanted to hear one song. <laughs> She's like, nah, I'm not giving you your phone. What song did you want to hear? I wanted to hear In the Morning by J. Cole, oh, which Drake you, was on it. Did you, he was in the morning. You, I, what, I, no, I, know, I, was, I know he's on it, yeah, so look, but so I, I don't think he asked for it. I literally was no, driving. I, no, so I did like this. I was like driving like this. I was driving like this for like... <laughs> like 10 minutes. I don't remember. Because you could probably couldn't see my hand. Exactly. Yeah, so what was, was you trying to say? You can't see his hand? It was dark. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was dark. There was a lot going on. There was a lot going on. So we were driving from... Yeah. Go O's. Let's go O's. But yeah. You were I mean, still listening to Drake. So. And we were, but I wasn't here. Exactly. And it was... So Drake Drake actually like brought up... The conversation of Drake actually <laughs> brought more clout to Joe Budden's podcast. Mm-hmm. I would say, mm-hmm. or or mm-hmm. what you're saying. Well, I'm getting from what you're saying. Like I've heard Joe Budden's podcast. It's actually entertaining. Don't get me wrong. That's right. But like I didn't like Bill keep Burr up. podcast. Check it out. Ooh, Bill Burr. Sorry. Yeah. Well, he is funny, but um, also check out my podcast too. N cast. And then when you finish here, go to Bill Burr. It's <laughs> my guy. He is hilarious. I'm not gonna lie. Can I have a nerd rope? Don't make any jokes. I just want to. Another one? Not a nerd rope, but like a, another one? Ropes and it's black people do not tarts. go together. Sweet tarts, bro. Ropes and black people don't go together, but give me, let's give another rope. All right, this is your last one. Y'all crushing my rope. I'm good, I'm good. I don't need one. I need real food. I don't need, I, my, I'm like, I'm actually like prone to sure? diabetes. Yeah, my grandfather had it, my dad had it, so I don't know if it's going to skip me. So, you know what I'm saying? I need to chill out on that. I had so many Starbursts. I had so much. These like, are so good. <laughs> I'll get you some. So I don't know where, to get these. but get you some. These are very comfortable. Oh my god! Very So, this let's finish like un- like understanding what happened with them, right? So like every it was a falling out, right? Like Joe, every time Maul and Rory would come to Joe and be, this, I think it's been going on for like at least a year or two. They would ask Joe, show us the books, show us the numbers, because we see our audience member growing. But we're still getting paid the same. And I don't think it was about the money. It was more so about the transparency. Yeah. Right? Principle. Like, the principle, like, why aren't you showing us the money? Because we're getting all these yeah. deals. And it seems like we're not getting our fair cut. And you're kind of acting brand new. Because I actually mm-hmm. saw Rory and Maul's podcast. And they were saying, like, Joe, like, when they started growing with their podcast lives... And people started coming actually to see their podcast lives. Joe would go out and watch like, you know, audience member wrap around like the the venue. You know, the line would wrap around the venue. They'd be like, oh, they're coming here to see me. 
they're coming here to see me. And Maul would have to stop in the tracks and be like, no, Joe, they're coming here to see us, right? Because we're a crew, right, Joe? And he'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. And like, <laughs> Maul was like, I don't know, he's acting brand new. He's wearing funny hats. Right <laughs> he's, he's doing too much, yeah, I've seen, I've seen Joe. <laughs> I haven't actually seen it yet. Joe and I fuck like with a Gemini. Hey, what's wrong with Gemini's? <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with Gemini's? <laughs> I'm a straight Gemini. What is wrong with Gemini's? Got him. Got him. <laughs> You're not going to disrespect the Gemini's. You're not going to disrespect this nigga. Is, this nigga is two faced. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> You're not <I> going to. <laughs> One minute that nigga has one personality, next minute he's like, I fuck you forgot. guys. Oh my god. Hold Gemini. My twin's over there. He ain't like my what you were saying. The shadow. Right? <laughs> nigga been doing shadow work. That nigga said, fuck the work. I'm here to be the I'm shadow here. tonight. Darkness. Oh my god. I completely forgot. Uh, Enter Sandman. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, like. Sorry. So, he Words was just like, he was wearing funny hats and he was just acting brand new and. Here's my thing. I remember I was listening to one episode when Joe Joe always expresses how he goes to therapy. He always expresses how, like, he's, like, trying to work on himself, trying to... Like you were saying, he started being a hypocrite. Like, he's always working on himself and stuff like that. And he's like, I'm trying to be better to people because I know back in my day I was more of an asshole. He's trying to, like, actually be a better person. And, like, be, like, m- more better to, like, relationships and networking. And, like, I remember when he broke up with his girlfriend, I think it was, like, Cindy or something like that. Or Which one? Uh, the 25-year-old. Whatever. The 25-year-old he was with for a long time, and they broke up. They have and, a kid together. Yeah. They have, like, a kid together. I remember her. I don't remember her name, though. I think it was, like, Cindy or Sin or something like that. Oh, Sin. Yeah, yeah. yeah Sin, Sin. Yeah, right. Sin, she Sin. was pretty young. She was, like, our age. Right. And, like, he was, like. She's younger than us. But Y'all they were on Love and Hip Hop. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> it wasn't like you're like in the room, but uh, I guess you're in your thirties. He's in his thirties, you know. He got it. He got right. it. Hey, hey, right. hey! You were over there. I'm in the real world. Okay, I got you. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. It's been it's been real. It's <laughs> too old for us. <laughs> yeah. So he was just like like he was down. I remember listening to this uh, this episode specifically because he was down and out, depressed. He wasn't talking as much. He wasn't being as loud. And Rory, Maul, Parks were all there for him. Like, you know how guys are. We we aren't, like, as emotionally supportive right. as, like, like how women are when they go through something with their, like, yeah, significant other. Right, right. It's like, why are you acting like a baby back bitch? Like, you need to, like, man up. And That's go, like, okay, let me... Let's, 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 <laughs> it's not true. It's not true. It's Niggas, true. no, no. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Niggas not can't, no. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Niggas care for niggas, all right? They do, but they, but, they do but, it in a no, different way. Exactly. They do yeah, it in a different I'm not, way. I'm not going to call my nigga baby back. No, I'm you're like, not going to call him. I'm still. like, yo, you good? And then if that nigga needs a vent, he's going to vent. But if he doesn't if he doesn't express to me that he needs a vent, I'm like, all right, nigga. Let's let's go do what we got to do. But we, we still notice. Like, we still notice. Yeah, if I not gonna, yeah. But if niggas if not going to vent if, because it's like, it's still like a homoerotic thing. That's the reason why we don't vent as much. Yeah, if a, nigga, if a nigga's tripping. Why? Because it's like, it's just, it's in the why culture. Why is it homo to vent? It's, it's Pride. Like, think about it, Think about it. Like, women, like, for example, like, women can do this, like, bisexual and, like, come back to all this, like, stuff, right? Wait, like, okay. No, no, no. Explain. No, 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 no. <laughs> Like, men, men, can, men, men, like, as heterosexual men, I know we're in this, like, new age, how, like, 
Like, you can be whatever you want, pronouns, this and that. Like, be who you are. But, like, as heterosexual men, I'm going to admit it, we developed it in the patriarchy system, whatever. I didn't mean to get, like, politically correct, politically correct about it. But, like, in, in the heterosexual male world, showing that much emotion, it doesn't, like... It puts us in a box a little bit. Because it's just like, bro, like, at the end of the day, there's still other opportunities for you. And at the end of the day, you're still supposed to be finding your purpose. That's the premise for a lot of heterosexual men who want to, like, actually find who they are in life. Back me up a little bit about that. We put ourselves that in a box. That was a whole different, like, tangent, though. No, no, it wasn't. Like, I'm just giving you, like, a premise, like, like a foundation why just, so, like, why men don't express their emotion as much. Like, no, it, I, is, I, I, it so goes like, down so to like, that principle. So That's like, the I mean, reason why. So, I mean, yeah. I've, I've had, so, okay, I'm 31. I've had very few vulnerable moments. I had, I had a vulnerable. Why you used to have so many few vulnerable moments as a like, 31 heterosexual man? I would say that, you know, I grew up. I mean, my parents are divorced, so I, I, I live with my mom, but I also spent time with my father, and my father raised me a certain way, you know what I mean? You kind of just, like, chop shit up, and, you know, you deal with things a certain way. I mean, you know, like I said, I, ha- I had a, I've had vulnerable moments. I had a vulnerable moment, actually, in this basement a couple weeks ago. That's not the here nor there, so we're not going to get into that, but, you know, some things from my grandfather... You know, hit me a certain way, but I mean, as a man, you kind of just gotta you gotta chop it up for what it is. You just gotta be like, okay. But we kind of put up, we combine ourselves into that. I'm not saying you're wrong for questioning why. You know what I mean? Like you should, as a human being, we all have emotions, we all have this and that. But like at the end of the day, we're kind of known from a biological standpoint being problem solvers. I think I can't speak for I I can't speak for like transsexual gay men because I don't really know how they think as much but for as like a heterosexual man like biologically that's just how we were programmed growing up Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so it's just like for us being as like vulnerable and for us to like connect with our boys at an emotional level we don't know how to like be as much of like a support system other than just being there for them Mm -hmm. like that's what a lot of women have alright I hate to go off on like a different topic but just because we're talking about relationship, we're talking about Joe Bunn's relationship, stuff like that. I think half the reason why Sin left is because emotionally, Joe could not like provide that emotional attachment in that relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, that's sure a, that's a, with a, lot of a lot of men and a lot of women in right. relationships. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. can give all the money. You can like you see Melinda Gates, you see uh, Jeff Bezos. They yeah. have all this money, but if they can't provide that emotional attachment with a lot that's of women, true. want. Like, that's just not going to work out. It doesn't matter how much money you have. Yeah, absolutely. It, it doesn't matter how much money. And it's like, it's something that our generation of men are trying to work through. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But it's still, like, very uncomfortable mm-hmm. as a man. It's very uncomfortable. As a hetero, I have to say heterosexual men, because that's where the key problem is. I'm not talking about just white men. I'm talking about heterosexual men. Yeah. It doesn't matter race. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Because we're just known as problem solvers. Right. You know, all right, there's a problem here. We're going to try to really fix it. We're really tune into the emotional side. Of right. Just like, how do we get through it? You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 
But I, I'm, let's wrap it back into um, what we're saying with Joe. Like, um, I, don't, I don't care that, about your problem. But that also like trickles down into a lot of more problems. I <laughs> feel like no, it does. Like, it, it backfires, right? Because you're you're kind of ignoring your emotions, even though human at a human capacity and biological nature, we need to address the emotions so you can work through it. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, that's what I learned through therapy when I was like going mm-hmm. to therapy. Like you need to work through those emotions so you can understand yourself. Right. As a human being. And for Joe to be a writer, to be like a rapper, a writer, slash, like, one thing about therapy, like, they always talked about, like, journaling, right? Mm-hmm. Like, writing through your emotions, understanding yeah. who you are, you know what I'm saying? So, it was kind of, it's kind of weird how, like, he still couldn't connect with his woman at that level at being at the age of 40, like, 39, 38, I mean, at the same time, maybe he could, but he didn't want to. Because we're still trapped in that like mindset, like we yeah. can't be vulnerable with a woman, but I mean, we're yeah. also afraid to lose respect from our women. That's like a lot of women know this, but they, a lot of women who are with men, they still want their man to be a man, especially this generation women, because they a lot of women from this generation have a lot of masculine energy, which is very unattractive. But they kind of put them. <laughs> It, no, I really feel like the masculine energy is very unattractive. They know it's unattractive, but they're in that position because of how a lot of men come up to them disrespectfully that they're not interested in it. It's kind of like a defense mechanism. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not, I'm not calling them unattractive because they have masculine energy. It's more of like a guard for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I, I, I get why they do it. It's just very unattractive if you're with like a significant other. Mm-hmm. You know, and and um. Going back to Joe, just like, just going back to the episode. I'm not trying to go off track. That episode when he broke up with his girl, they were there for him. You know what I'm saying? Like they were there comforting him. Like what Ant was saying earlier, like you can be vulnerable with your boys. They were there for him on the podcast, like publicly, like there for him. It wasn't off some like business partnership. It wasn't like off. You know what I mean? Like they were yeah, there for it was him. Genuine. It was genuine, and they were like public about it. So when like they had this breakdown of like the entire podcast and it like going to shits and he was just like, well, that's just business. And then he gets on live after he sees Maul and Rory's podcast. Like, well, they should have known it was a business partnership. Like, I don't know what they're acting like. I'm like, Joe, Joe, right? Like Joe, like, yeah. Okay. Like a quarter, a quarter percent. You're right. It's a business partnership. But yeah. these were your niggas. Right. Like, these are like, these guys were That's like always right. having your back. Like, yeah, like, those are just like real. So, guys. when people are choosing Joe's right. sides of a business partnership, it's like a quarter right. Like, it's not even, like, it's like, it's 25% or less right. But I mean, that's probably why they say, you know, you don't mix right. business, business with, with friendships. Okay. And honestly, the where we're going with technology, a lot of people are biz- making, uh, mixing business with friendship. If it was a traditional way, when it's everything behind closed doors, maybe. But a lot of people are coming up and they're mixing business with friendship because I mean, the thing it's is a I better like, trust system. But I feel like you can still keep things behind closed doors. But it's like, you, you couldn't keep that behind closed doors because Joe was being loud about it. I know, and that's, that's Joe that's was being loud about it because he's loud. He's a loud nigga, bro. The issue like, is the issue is with society. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to be seen as the guy. So it's like he was already seen as the guy. No, I'm, 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 his I'm, name I'm, was the podcast. Right, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying for like you know, just anybody. You know, what I'm saying like everybody wants to be seen as the guy. So I wear so bunny like, hats. So it's <laughs> like when you're when you're out there, you know, you're you feel as though amongst your people, you're that person. 
You know what I mean? And social media is like, oh, I'm gonna put this out here. You know what I'm saying I might give you like a little like breadcrumb to follow it if you want. You know what I mean? Because like you know he's he's kind of cryptic with his posts. And like I said, like I don't ne- we don't necessarily he's know. cryptic for legal reasons though. I th- he's also cryptic because like you know he everybody likes attention. You know what I mean? Like in this in this era, like and that kind of keeps people like around. To be it if you're cryptic, it's like, like you're not giving it all the way. Right, so right, 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 right. Like, like, you, you, right, you have guys well, like what that. What is this about? <laughs> like right, right. and you have guys like, exactly. It's like you have guys like that. Yeah. It's like. Like, hey, like, I'm losing certain fans, so let me give them something to, oh, even though I don't necessarily like you, I'm going to see what type of time you're on. You know what I mean? That's just for the sake of understanding how the game is played. And Joe Budden, no offense to Joe, because Joe Joe is a magnificent rapper, 1,000%. Definitely. I enjoy his music. Like, Definitely. Like I said, I'll still listen to he Once You Back, Ordinary on Love Shit, one, two, three, four. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he's a magnificent rapper, and he knows how to play the game. You know, Rory and Maul. Like, no, Maul, but, like, Maul, the reason why it's fucked up is because of, like, the transgression from where they came from to where they are now. Right. And he's trying to act like he did it all himself. Yeah. And, it, and it, like, this is what, like, a lot of women are dealing with with a lot of men in this generation. I'm not trying to pick mm-hmm. sides with, like, relationships and all that shit. But they're dealing with a lot of narcissistic men, and he's being the epitome of that shit. And it's not even in relationships; it's about it is about relationship because it's about friendship <laughs> and about partnership. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like sick. it's it's literally like, but it's not like opposite sex. It's actually about like your closest boys, and it's like you're doing that with like your closest boys, like your you're like your business. You call them business partners, but really y'all were really good friends too at the same time. Like you wouldn't have him on the podcast if y'all weren't good friends like that. That's true. But that's the game. I'm not saying it's not the game. What I'm saying is how it intertwines. Yeah, no, you're right. It inter- it intertwined like to the point where it's like you can't just be like, oh, that's a that was a business partnership, whatever. You'll get over it. It's like, bro, like who? But that's you a fooling? problem. The way he was moving. How, how, yeah, exactly. How you moving? How you gonna How you gonna have this wall as if people you weren't transparent with people on your podcast the entire time? Mm-hmm. Like, you know damn well you fucked up and your pride's getting over there. The fucked up thing is that at some point he like, at one point he probably was transparent, but then like when they stopped making certain amounts of money, it was like yo like I, I think can't. he was ma- I think he was holding a lot of my money. But he kept saying like even though I was getting money, it. I was putting it back into the business. That's what he kept saying on like his responses. Oh. Like he was just saying, like we put back money back into the equipment, put money back into venues, later shows, or more partnership deals, so we can grow as a network. He but kept like calling if his, doing that, then why not show what they're asking for? That's that's I, I that's what I'm saying. I'm like, why is it always a commotion every time Roy asks for the audit? Yeah. Like, why is it always a commotion when Maul asks for the audit? Why are you acting brand new to them? Why are you saying, oh, it's not your business? It's money. Money. It doesn't matter, but that's the thing. Like, but, you gotta but like if money. they're involved money. and they're under, he said, he, like, they were treating him as employees. That's what they were saying in the response video mm-hmm. of Maul and Roy. Like, he was treating them as employees because he had them under contract. But really, how they understood it, they were all under contract with Spotify, they were all under contract with Patreon. The fucked up thing is, the fucked up thing is about that is like, because even though Maul is related to Biggs, who had his hand with Jig, you know, we know how that goes. All right. But 
Joe Budden said it like, okay, I'm the big name here. So even though I'm, you know, we're all in contract, I'm the big name. So you have to follow what I have to do. Because Joe probably felt like he was the CEO of all this shit. And I, I'm not going to say that I agree with his behavior, but I understand it. You know, I was like, you think that you're the top tier dog. And at some point, he probably was before everybody else had their like little like fan clubs. Because, you know what I'm saying? Rory, Rory has a hive is what they call it. There's Rory Hive, Mall Hive, Parks Hive. Parks is always going to ride with Joe for, the, you know what I'm saying, for whatever reason. And Roy and Maul. But Roy and Maul have, they have their own issues. You know what I'm saying? They have their own pride. But realistically, they were willing to swallow their pride for the betterment of the production. Mm-hmm. Joe's like, nah, you know, I, I need that. Because Joe's been through XYZ in the record, you know what I'm saying, in the in the record label industry, you know what I'm saying, or in the, in the music industry, you know what right. I'm saying? So he was getting fucked over. So for him, this is probably like a triggering, who the fuck is that? Come on, no follows, no follows, okay. no follows. No follows. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? It's like, for him, he's triggered. So it's like, his behavior is something that he's learned based off how he's treated. And he probably unconsciously started treating them a certain way. And then it just became natural behavior. And I'm not saying that Joe's... I'm not defending Joe for that. But that's probably how it happened. And Roy or Maul, like... That's how you understand that. Like, yeah. And like, Roy or Maul, they're like, nigga, like... You went through that. Why would you treat us like that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So fuck that. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I understand like Roy and Maul. I was like, bro, I'm not dealing with this. Like you, you, you're doing what I was done to been, you. I think they, he's been dealing with that. Like Roy and Maul have been dealing with that. 100%. But it's and like, then like, they were just like, this is the last straw when you're like, this is none of our business. <clears throat> no, what, what happened was it was too much money on the line. It was way... Because if the money, if it, if it was a small amount of money, then we probably would have been like, whatever, nigga, fuck it. Because like, that's probably what was going on. They was like, whatever, nigga, we're not tripping. But then they started to see the residuals of it. It's like, oh, we're touring? Niggas are really fucking with us? Right. And you're saying that money's missing? Where's the money? Like, mm-hmm. we, have, we have a real contract with a real business. What's going on? Because yeah. you're still getting the same amount of money, but more... Fans are coming to see it. I'm saying like, I, like I, I didn't see, like I said, I didn't see the clip, but he was like, you know what I'm saying? They're getting paid off percentages. The percentages that they should have been seeing and they're saying they're getting paid off of that. You know what I'm saying? There's a certain level of percentage that I know that they should have been making a certain amount of money. So if they're saying they're not making that money, something is wrong. And Joe's not being honest, unfortunately. And Joe has a history of being a self-saboteur. Unfortunately. And I he fuck with Joe. He burns a lot of bridges Joe's music, because of but... his ego and his pride, he burns a lot of bridges. I understand the art of negotiating. I understand that people in the industry, whether it's music industry, podcast industry, any type of business industry, they're gonna lowball you first to see if you know your worth and value, and then if you can negotiate what negotiate your, your way up, then they'll see how they can work with you. That's just how it rolls. Like they're mm-hmm. they're trying to spend less and profit more. Yeah, that's in most businesses. That's how true. much can you spend less and profit as much as you can in most businesses? That's true. And um, that's true. as men, we've been talking so much, right? You and me, and I need to hear some KJ <laughs> talking. Like, how how do you feel about the situation? How do you feel about Joe? And how do you feel about like 
the entire situation which you're, you're hearing about. I know you're, you're kind of getting filled in here and there. You've seen some some of the stuff that's been going on. I mean, you know, you said it. I, I agree. A lot of it is pride and ego that gets in the way. And I think that he could have shown them what they wanted to see, but there was a reason why he didn't. And I think that is money. Right. You know, and it got in between their friendship. It got in between the whole thing. And kind of fucked everything up. It's but. insane. I like... Well, I... It's crazy also because I've seen so many women online, not saying, like, just, like, specifically just women, but, like, so many people online saying, like, a lot of men, like, have an issue with, like, narcissism and a lot of issue with, like, pride and ego and, like, He's just like the epitome of that example right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like just yeah, like, sure. like you know it all, or you you're willing to burn bridges to put yourself higher, and and it's kind of always the way to go. It's it's not always the way to go. It's not always the way to go. You just gotta know you gotta know the situation you're in. Right. And I feel like at this point, like even though he apologized and here and there, he calls him his boys because he had like a. IG live about it. Um, it's too late for all that. Like, you already... You, you know, know why it's too late? He's getting hit with sexual allegations. Sexual harassment allegations. I, I don't know if you heard about it. Her name's like Olivia Pope or Olivia Hope or, or something like that. She used to be on his podcast and he said some like vulgar shit like, um, ever since I've seen you, I've been trying to hit and something like that. But he was like saying it in a joking way, but it's just like nowadays, it's like, bro, like nobody knows if you're joking or not. And you said it so bluntly on your podcast, even though they edited it out. It's just like, cause she went on her live and she made like an IGTV about it. Hmm. And it was just like, bro, you, you need to, you need to check yourself because you just wrecked yourself type situation. And like, you know what I mean? Like. The thing is with, I mean, like if you you know if you know me, you know a lot of times I I get this uh, reputation that I quote unquote simp or you know I S I M P P S I M P P S I go ahead. There's nothing wrong with you simp. No, I don't. But the thing is, I so I don't simp per se, but I do have a certain level of respect for women just because. Keep talking. Keep talking. Just because I, Are you we know, taking a break? Because I'm gonna keep talking. Keep talking. I won't make another drink. No, you can make another drink. <laughs> make you another drink. I don't care. Just so, keep talking. Um, so. You know, I just think that there's a certain level of respect that should be had. You know, I I I grew up in a single family home, for the most part. You know, um, that just comes with my mom, and I've always been the type of person to respect women. You know what I mean? So, like I told you before, there's nothing wrong with being emotional. I don't even think it's about being emotional. It's just like you know, being a simp. I'm not a simp. Don't. <laughs> I I have simp. There's before. nothing wrong with it. I mean, I won't lie. I have simp before, but like, the I'm right not girl a will simp. appreciate you for that, Anthony. I'm not a simp. We're not doing this. Man. Just saying, the right girl will appreciate you for that. Do you have any more cell phone? Yeah, I don't got a simp. Nice. <laughs> Okay, but what I'm saying, you know, what I'm saying women deserve respect, and I think that nobody's not saying that. Any rational person's not saying that. 
or is saying that women do re- deserve respect. Let me clarify. Y'all any better, rational y'all better person, say that. Any <laughs> rational person is saying women deserve respect, regardless. America is irrational. But first off, first off, you're going on social media. That's a few portion of people. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that we were doing. That's what, no, no, go ahead. Like we're, we're still talking. Like I can't, I can't cut this off. I'll, I'll edit RP. some stuff. <laughs> no, but like America, America in general, you can't say we all understand everybody how they're thinking in America based off social media. You know what I mean, Kathy? Because it's not true. Like there's individuals and there's bots out there that are instigating. I don't even wow. understand that. There's a lot of bots instigating on social media, so you don't know if there's a real profile. And there's a lot of fake. Pe- there's a lot of people who are making fake profiles just to instigate, because they'll know they'll bring attraction. Mm-hmm. So, That's true. so it's like to say to say that like everybody's thinking the same way, or a certain narrative is not really true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just think. Sorry, let me get comfortable here. I just think, um, was it with Ant? What Ant is saying? Any rational person, man, man, woman, men, uh, women deserve respect. Men deserve respect here and there. I agree with that. And honestly, sipping—it's—it's it's a new generation word. You know what I mean? We're kind of old, but like, we're not kind of old. Stop that. I mean, were we saying that when we were in our early twenties? I never said that in my early time. I didn't start saying that until I was like 26. Yikes. 27. Like, uh, like, okay. you know what I mean? Like, I didn't start saying that. Like, we're, we're a little bit older. We're older. Mm-hmm. We're not old yet, but we're older. Definitely older. Older. You know what I mean? So I didn't well, start saying that. I feel like we've been around each other But so like, long. I, I feel like simping is like, it's only for people. Is Anthony's subject. Significant others who are together. And like, you're supposed to do that. Like, you're supposed to, like, have this, like, I have my heart towards this person, so I do anything for them because they respect me and I respect them. I mean, not only in a relationship, though, but don't you want to show somebody that you're interested in, seriously? That you can, that you can That's not, yeah, that's not simping per se. So what is it? Simping is more so, like, all right, if, that, if the house is burning... <laughs> be a terrible example. This, this what do you really mean? So like if you're talking to a girl and you're really into her. But it's like, alright, if you're talking to a girl you're really into her and you're gonna like go rent a like Lexus and then take her to the nicest dinner and knowing you don't right. have that money, that's kind of something. Right. Like, you know, like it's like over, it's over the top, like... Overindulging. Yeah, over, overindulging. No, over, overextending, like, overextending. Sending the message. Because what you're doing is... Beyond your means. Yes, because you're setting the standard and she's going to expect Monetarily. That. It doesn't even necessarily have to be monetarily. Like, it, it could be like... Just oversending yourself. You're cutting off your boys. You're overextending You're cutting yourself. off your boys. You know, you're you're on every post. Every post, you know, you're retweeting. You're like, oh, hey... You know what I'm saying? You're commenting on every post. You're sh- you know, just doing a whole bunch of... But the thing but is... It's not like, even just posts. So you're press. Super press. I'm not even talking about social media. I'm oh. talking about, like, just in, like, what you're showing her through your actions. No, no, no that, that's, there's a mix of both. You know what I mean? I'm not saying there isn't, but I'm saying through, through our actions. I mean, in, in, today's, in today's society, I guess with the younger generation, like, social media is a big part in that, so... Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't so know basically how... basically you're press. I don't know how to internet yes. anymore. I got ghosts. You're oppressed. You're oppressed. You're oppressed. Simping is pressed. Yeah. 
So it's like it's just, you're Super overextending press. your you're overextending your not like press but like overpress. Beyond press. Yeah, and you're dropping all ego, dropping like your self worth mm. to impress somebody. That's just too much. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Like I didn't start using that word till I was like 26, 27 years old. I'm like, okay. Oh, well, I am 27 now. But like, you know what I mean? It's just like. Hmm. It's like an insult. Yeah. Like a big insult. Yeah, literally like a big insult. Yeah. Incel. You know what I mean? Like. No, sent are incels. They're like the opposite. No, they are incels because incels they hate act- women. No, the, no, 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 no. Incels also give a vibe because you're not wrong. Incels. Inc- no, but not. That's what I said. Not you said insult. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I think incel too as well because they hate women because they gave themselves so much. They gave their personal self so much up to women to the point where like they kept getting rejected and then they started building that. Envy against women. No, and, and incel probably started off as a simp. That's what but, I'm saying. You know, but incels and simps are complete opposites. Like where, where where they are on the spectrum. But that's how that's usually how they started off. Most that's times, what I'm most you times. know, I got yeah. Incels. Sometimes it starts off because their mother was like doing too much, and then they're like, I can't respect women because of childhood trauma. Because a lot of women, a lot of people are or as adults are just like grown children who are in professional clothing. True. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, all right, they, they stem from their childhood. That's why a lot of people need therapy because they don't unwind a lot of shit that they went through in their childhood and mm-hmm. they project that to other people. I agree. You know what I'm saying? So that's where some incels come from. But a lot, of, a lot of incels come from being a simp, overextending themselves, and they kept getting rejected to the point where like, oh, it's them, not me. So I should hate them. Does what that make you, sense? No. What did Sean say? I feel like that's maybe. Yep. On Twitter? That. He said some shit about like. Sean like, Don? Yeah. He said a lot of people are fucking. Um, Shout out Sean Don. What did Sean say? Oh, entitled. Basically, said, like a lot of people are entitled. Incels feel like they're entitled. Certain things like, no, nigga. Well, you know, I just that explains why they're entitled because they get overextended themselves to another human being and accepted something in return. Like a transaction, that's just not how relationships mm-hmm. usually work. It's not, you know what I'm saying, not a business transaction. It's not somebody going to be like, oh, they did this for me, so I'm going to do this for them. That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if, if the feelings aren't matching, the feelings aren't matching, you need to catch that on early so you don't... Right, keep it moving. Right, you don't mm-hmm. fall in debt, whether it's like emotional debt, financial debt, you don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh... Maybe some people don't have the capacity to understand that. Or maybe some people don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, people who overextend themselves when they shouldn't. You know? Right. Like, when you when you know you're supposed to drop somebody, you're not... Someone's not right for you, but you keep trying. You keep trying to make it work. You keep trying to give them chances. Because like, they, they try to treat it like boy meets world or family matters. Like, years later... This person's gonna enjoy who I am. That's like you're wasting years of your. Hey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, that was good. Steve, that, was, Steve. that was good. That was perfectly timed, though. Like, what? Like, what? No, they don't worry about it. <laughs> How are you gonna say it's perfectly timed and nobody heard what you said? It's fine. They heard me. <laughs> nobody heard what you said. I was talking. Yeah. No, we didn't catch it. No, I'm sorry. We shit. did not catch it. Let's keep it. But she, she, she saw what I. I have no idea. What she said. <laughs> right. Let's, I said, keep it, let's keep it going. 
I was joking. I said to Catherine, I was like, that's like our friendship. And then she looked at me crazy. I was joking. You're an like oddball. You're such an oddball. <laughs> He's such an oddball. You love me. Your life would be boring without me. Reciprocated. Same thing. Do I need a do I need a room? Like oh, we're still doing a podcast. Like <laughs> what? No, I'm, I'm talking about conversation. Okay, we have, we have plenty. We talk we talk shit to each other all the time. I know. All the time. Literally all the time. All that's why we that's, that's literally why we work well together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I don't know. It's just that's just where we live in. Um, but just going back to Joe Budden situation and talking about ego and pride. It was really going to stem into relationships because it wasn't just going to be about a relationship with like fellow men. It was just like dynamic with like men, women, relationships in general. Men, men, women, women. <coughs> I mean, what? it's just, it's just, it's, it's getting kind of odd. Even though like this past year, 2020, 2021, people have been in the house. It's easier to talk your shit when you're behind a keyboard than to someone in their face. Right, because the consequences. Mm-hmm. Like you're not gonna say a lot of shit that you're saying through a keyboard that you're gonna say like face to face without like. I'm getting right. my shit off face to face. But like face to face, if it's mad aggressive, you know there's just gonna be consequences. Like, all right, as adults, we're gonna start fighting again. Like you're really like as an adult now, I'm just like, bro, I'd rather choose peace. Like it's not that deep. But you can have a discussion without like actually getting into an argument. Like, no, but like, like as adults, you can. But like, all right, yeah, all right. So some people don't know how to have discussions. Yeah. Some people think that everything's an argument. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you don't know everybody's and like mind frame. When pride and ego gets in the way. Right. Mm-hmm. It all comes full circle. Right. So it's and just it's like so frustrating too. Cause it's like you try to connect with somebody, you're trying to like have a conversation with somebody, men. Okay. But then huh? it like gets in the way. Your prize and no, ego no, no, gets no, no, no. in the way. No, no, no. I mean, not necessarily you, obviously, because like I know you. But a lot of the times when you try to connect with men, at least like for me, it's like you can't because they have like this wall up because they want to be, you know, this man, manly man. Don't want to show emotions. Don't want to show feelings. I'm like, it's like God, I just want to talk to you. Like, talk to me. <laughs> like, but a lot of men. Uh, and like I heard this from a woman's mouth, a lot of men, because they know this about women, women's nature. If they're in a relationship, whether it's intimate or they're trying to get with them, it's okay to show emotions, but it's not okay to be emotional to the women that they're trying to be intimate with. Because at the end of the day, they still want, they want to be with a man who they can be certain of their masculine energy, mm-hmm. so they can embrace their own feminine energy because a lot of women nowadays are showing their own masculine energy through independency bars okay bars but <laughs> but yeah, you, you, know saying, you know what i'm saying yeah, right. I, yeah. I understand you know what i'm saying so it's just like when when you understand this notion a lot of men are going to close and shut down because it's like what just because you vent doesn't mean we don't want to vent, mm-hmm. but we don't want you to lose respect for us mm-hmm. as yeah. men, mm-hmm. especially if we're trying to get with you. Now, friendship-wise, that's a totally different conversation. But if we're trying to get with you or if like we're like tr- trying to work something out, 
we kind of keep that wall up because we know internally, like, the respect will be lost if we lose so our, 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 our masculine frame. I feel like at that point, you shouldn't even, like, be thinking about trying to hook up with somebody. It's like, at that point, it's like, you're, because at that point, it's like, you're not just hook it up. I'm just saying, like, if, if, if you're, as a man, and you're saying that you understand all these quote-unquote unwritten rules, at that point, you're being emotionally vulnerable, so you shouldn't even be thinking about, oh, this girl is not going to want to hook up with me at that point. Because at that point... But it's not just hooking up, though. Like, right, but I'm saying... You're, you're trying to like, actually say, be with her. I know, but I'm, what I'm saying... Yeah, what I'm saying, like, you're emotionally invested. Or you're with her. You're emotionally invested at that point, so you should just let your emotions You fall. are. No, I'm saying specifically, like, if... if if a man, if you're saying that, that every beat. every man is like, I'm not going to do this in a third unless I'm emotionally invested. At that point, if you're emotionally invested, you shouldn't even be thinking about just trying to hook up with this girl. Because at that point, if you're choosing, if you're saying that men, all men are alike. I'm not saying that. I don't believe all men are alike. Heterosexual men. I have to say heterosexual men. They're not. Heterosexual men are, are all alike. No, they're not. See, a lot of women like to categorize a lot of men in the same category. Heterosexual men in the same category. We're not all alike. No, you guys are not. Exactly. But like, but that's that's the reason why a lot of men put that defense wall, especially when it comes to somebody they're being intimate with, which is with a woman, because they know they because a lot of women like to put the shit test on men. I don't know if you catch on to the shit test. But it just it, it almost happened. seems like you're hold, holding on to the negatives that you know. I'm not trying to. I'm just saying, like, from an aspect why, like... Not you specifically, but at the same time, it's like, oh, I'm not going to be vulnerable. I'm not going to show this certain side, or I'm not going to do this on the third. Well... Because I don't want to seem weak, and I don't want my masculinity to be affected, and all this on the third. And that doesn't really make sense, because there's women out here who understand that, who get it, who accept it, who appreciate it, and it's just like... Like me, I'm just like, I want to talk to you. I want to hear you out. I want to, like, let's, you know... I don't judge it. All right. Like, I've, you know, there's men out there, like, I've met who open up to me, who talk to me, and it's just, like, great. So, vulnerability and, like, opening your vent, venting and, like, actually showing your problems are kind of two different things for men. Because vulnerability would be, like, showing your soft side or showing, like, oh, I would do this for you, but I wouldn't do this for, like, another person. Opening up. And actually, like, venting about your problems is totally different. Because that's something... Like, a lot of women are tired of being, like, men's personal therapists. Like, or, like, you know what I'm saying? uh, Weight on their shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because you could pull up Joe Budden and be like, Oh, you act like I wasn't there for you then. And then, like, a couple months later, you go and. But I think that there's a difference of whether, like, you try to work on it and you try to work on yourself rather than just, like, expressing yourself to somebody and, like, this is what I've been through and this is why I am the way I am. It's not really just giving it to someone and, like, being, like, someone being your therapist. It's just, like, hey, here's, like, how you can understand me a little better. Tight. So, setting boundaries? Or like understanding what um what type of person you are. It's just a different type of like dialogue, I think. It's a a discovery of right, like if you were you are yeah. It's like a deeper level of understanding, right? 
Cause like, if you understand yourself and, like, you talk to me about it and it's like, oh, this is how I am, this is why, I wouldn't take it as, like, oh, you're, you're just giving me all your problems and, like, you're, I'm trying, like, you know, I'm your therapist. I would take it, I'm, you're just trying to get me to understand you and I appreciate that. Especially if you're, like, in a, I think it depends on how you. It doesn't even have to be, like, a sexual intimacy, which is, like, it. just, like, intimacy. Right. On an emotional level. Like, not everyone thinks a certain way and it. Also depends on your delivery, and you know. But that's the thing. Men I suck at delivery. No, so. a lot, but a lot of men suck at delivery because they're not. Mm-hmm. The that's vulnerability true. is like right. giving. The vulnerability is providing. Mm-hmm. That's a vulnerability for men. It's not venting. Right. It's not emotionally connecting. For mm-hmm. a lot of heterosexual men, I don't. I had to highlight that because that's that's where it really stems for for a lot of men in that category, especially with their significant other, because the matter of respect, like as a man in at least America's society, it's about like being a provider, being a problem solver, being a person who can lead. Right. That's like our role, you know, our, 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 um, non talked mm-hmm. about role. It's like, it's just innately known from a biological standpoint but it's not talked about enough that that's our role. So when we go through our emotional side, that's how I said earlier, like a lot of women are like, you can be emotional because every human has emotions, but you can't be emotional because then you're going to bring out their masculine energy and they're going to start losing respect for you because it's like our switching roles. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? I can understand it. And it, like a lot of men understand this. So it's like, oh man, like I can't like break my masculine frame. The thing is, I, th- I think a lot of women, I think a lot of women want, I think a lot of women want their man to be, to express themselves. Right. Like to, I, to I've manage been, their emotions. I've been, I've been in enough situations to know it's like, well, like I've seen. But I feel like in this day and age, not to cut you off, the same way it goes for like, oh, women want men to show their emotions and also be masculine. Men want the same thing for women. You want women to be on your shit. And also be feminine and submissive and stuff like that, right? Like play both for things. See, but the thing is that I don't, I don't even think. Well, at this point, it's like I don't even think men want a woman to be submissive per se. I think what it is that a man just wants a woman to be someone that can listen to what it is they're going through. You know, like you, and you don't have to be submissive to do that. Like you can just, you know, you could, you could just be there for that man and be like, hey, like I'm going through this. You know what I'm saying? Because as a man. If you're trying to be, if you're trying to get with somebody, you know what I'm saying, it, for or, or you're trying to be close to somebody, you're going to listen to what it is they're going through. But the flip side of that is, like, as a man, you're just like, okay, like, I can't really talk about certain things. But it's like, you know, you have certain moments where you let your guard down and you let that shit rock. It's like, hey, like, this is the real me. Like, this is, like, this is me. Like, this is my passion side. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I'm going through. And it's like, when you find a woman that you can do that with, you know, I think that it means a lot to that man. And I think that a lot of men look for that. Whether they want to admit it or not. They look for that because a, a lot of men it's, it's, don't have the emotional support from their boys. I don't even think I don't even think it's, it's the situation where like they don't have the emotional support from the boys. I think what it is is that they 
because I mean, you can get emotional. at that level. No, you can get emotional support from your boys, but it's like you it's can't, not the same. No, but it's that you can't be intimate with your boys. That, if, if that's if what my point as is, a, yeah, as a, as a heterosexual male, you can't be intimate with your boys. You know what I'm saying? And you know, emotionally like, intimate, it's, right? I mean, I'm just trying to I'm trying to clarify what you. I'm mean just by saying, that for shit. Exa- for example, like you know, what I'm saying like you can't be like intimate, like you can't like be close with your boys because it's deemed as gay or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like you know, even if like you're not even hooking up with that person, the fact that you and her have like a certain like bond or relationship is like okay, I could be intimate with that person. Like that means a lot to you. You know what I mean? And it's like that's one of those things. Like okay, I. You know, you like you don't. I don't want to like lose that. So it's like as a man, when you find that person that you could be like intimate with, just emotionally, like that means a lot to that man. And a lot of men look for that, whether they want to admit it or not. A lot of men are like, you know, because you put on that facade for like social media. But it's like really, <coughs> a lot of men want that companionship, whether like I said, whether it's a relationship or not. It's like you just want that companionship because at the end of the day, that means so much more. I mean, I, I'm not saying it means so much more, but it's like that means so much aside from that intimacy or like that closeness with you have with your boys. Because, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, a nigga doesn't want to spend all his time with his boys. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I love you, my nigga. And I, I love Rob, you know what I'm saying? All my niggas. Love you too, nigga. But if I'm going to say I want to be all, I want to spend all my time with my niggas, that's no, I don't. Like, I don't want to spend all my time with my niggas. You know what I'm saying? I want. I want femininity around me at certain times, you know what I'm saying? So when you find that person that you can have that, and it doesn't even have to be like hooking up or whatever, you know what I'm saying? If you can have that closeness with, you have that closeness with somebody, that shit feels good, 1,000%, you know what I'm saying? And that's just life. And a lot of, I, 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 I can get to you, a lot of men feel that way, but you can't articulate that because you're going to be seen as a simp, or you're going to be seen as weak, you're going to be seen as a weirdo. It's you know a, what I'm saying? Pers- the, because you're not having sex. You're not hooking up with that person. But the principal reasoning behind that is a loss of respect for being a man. And when I say man, I, I mean like more so I feel like that's like what you need to move on from. Like, not, just, not you specifically, yeah. but like men. Because you're blocking your blessings in a sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're able to connect with people, but you're blocking yourself from that because it's like... I'm not gonna be respected or all this like dumb shit. And it's just like for what? No, but it's like, like we've we've heard women verbally say that. Yeah, but there's but women out be, there who don't give a fuck about that. But like, but like, like it, but it takes time to like get to know that person. So like a lot of men, like it puts like a bad mind frame when you see like women say that certain times, and you're just like, wow, like I think a lot. And of maybe know. and to be on to be fair, it may be just like the wrong type of woman you're looking for. So that's just to be fair about it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm not going to say like all women like that. It's just be, be the wrong type of woman that you're looking at. And it's just like not all women think like that person. Yeah. Like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it still, it still puts like when you see it and you see it coming out from like the, the, the woman's mouth, that particular woman's mouth, it kind of puts like your mind frame in like, yeah. Damn, like... And obviously, rejection hurts. Nobody right. likes it. No, but like, like okay, like most times, women aren't going to shoot their shots. Usually Ghost. men. It's usually men that shoot their shots. You know what I'm saying? Like, men yeah. more have limited options than a lot of women. So it's like, when you get that mind frame for a certain woman, a certain woman that you find attractive, it's just like, damn, like, what are more attractive women that you find... Or not more attractive women. More women that you find attractive are thinking the same way. It's just like, 
Mm-hmm. Like, why am I even going to deal with that? I might as well focus on myself, focus on my purpose, and bottle everything in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that just goes back in circle to ego and pride. Like, right. why am I going to waste my time? I think a lot of people got to, like, like, a lot of people got to, like, a lot of people got to let go of that, like, sexual shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm not going to lie, because if you know my track record, like, you know, niggas love sex. It is what it is. Like, you know, all that sexual shit. But, like, I think if you want to grow with certain people, you have to let go of that sexual shit and just, you have to understand certain bonds are not going to be sexual from, like, you know, male to female perspective. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, whatever, whatever, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? You gotta let go of that shit because sometimes it's not meant to be that. And you just have to understand like, hey, this is what this is and we can grow and really embrace what it is that we have as people. But I think a lot of people get caught up on the sexual shit behind it and that's ego and pride or however you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's where people get fucked up. But don't get it twisted because sex is fire mm-hmm. with the right person. Everybody loves Don't that. mix up your soul ties. And with that being said, because we're already hour in, and it's going to take me a lot of editing time, we're going to go with some closing thoughts. I'll start. No, I won't start. You'll start. What am I starting with? Closing thoughts. How you feel about this episode? How you feel about ego and pride? How you feel about great. relationships? A great episode. I think yeah. we could easily keep it going another hour. But... I'll get I'll get like a drive that can hold more memory to go another hour. I wish the toxic masculinity stuff was over. I wish you could all move on. Same thing with females. Let it all go. Just connect. At least you said females too. That's all yeah, I care is toxicity. Of no, it, it, plays, it, plays, it all plays together, you know. Yeah. Just connect as human beings, be friends, and then work from there, you know. Just wish it was easier for everybody. I feel it. I feel it. And what you got? You see it? Shoes. Shoes over everything. That's just what it is. Get active. Everybody out here. That was not the topic of the episode. Don't buy bots. Fuck you guys that are using bots. Except for, if you know, you're my guy. Let's do what you gotta do. Shoes. And when it comes to toxic shit, or, you know. Ego, ego and pride. pride. Ego and pride. Fuck your ego. I'm not gonna lie. I used to be a cheater. My ego used to get in the way. I used to get active. And fuck your ego. I never thought pride. you would be such a type Cut of man. Oh my god, you are a cheater. I was a horrible human, but I learned. He was on that demon time. I used to be on demon time all the time. <laughs> I was a better. I'm, I'm a better person now. He said um, I'm 31 and I can't keep throwing my back. <laughs> I'm not throwing my back out because I'm not doing that. But <laughs> if you're not careful, I will fuck you, bitch. I'm just kidding. I won't. You're too old for that. I won't fuck you, bitch. <laughs> and with that being said, what my closing thought is, ego and pride ruins everything. Sure. Um, Be quick to listen That's before cool. you speak. And relate. Not every relationship that you go through needs to be burned. And I appreciate my peoples here. That's true. Wow, nigga, that's a great one. 
<laughs> just absorb what you hear. Y'all better ask about me. Absorb, learn from people. All right, she better be careful. people. Love all, people. All walks of life. Yes. And um, I'm a this is not our last episode. These are just one of many's. Um, and sentimental ass nigga. I write poetry. Hopefully, y'all y'all learn something from this. My handle name is Prince Nigma. P R I N C E N I G M A. With, and that's on all social media sites. What's your handle name? Watch your bitch. You don't want people following you? I'm just kidding. No? I'm just kidding. It's a lot, but y'all that know me know me. So I'm going to put it on. I'm going to I'm going to put it on if you don't tell it. You can tag me. It's fine. It's KJ Jimenez. Right? No, K Jimenez. Mm. It's K Jimenez? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's K, K Jimenez. Because she won't say it. And come on. JXE cool. JXE cool. Hey, look. You, you might change it up. I'm not going after anybody's, you know, like. Baby mama. Chill. Wife. chill, 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 but a toe, you heard about it? He going to toes now. Anyways, that's for the next episode. I appreciate y'all watching NCAST or listening to NCAST either or. And until next time, I got to go pee, so we got to close this out. Love all y'all. Bye. Peace. Don't leave your girl around me. True play for real. <laughs> I'm not impressed. Baby, no, I'm not impressed. Baby, no, I'm not impressed.